Okay, so <laughs> I'm on my journey to get my driver's license, and since I'm an adult, I don't have to do like the whole fifty hours, six months thing. I just get my permit, and then I have to do a five hour class, and then I can just go out and schedule my test and be wild out in the road. And so I like did my class this week, and you just pay some random company forty bucks. And the dude was like a caricature of who would be teaching a class like this on Skype. You know, it's like a Zoom thing. 50 of us are in there and he's like the most, whoa, did we lose you? No, you're good. Keep okay. Going. He's out. like the most monotone man who's just like reading pretty much road safety rules and what they're going to go over in the test. But then we'll like throw in little jokes that are so boring. You don't know they're happening, but he's doing them over videos of people dying. So you'll be Whoa. like, he's like road rules, road rules. Here's a video of a guy who didn't wear a seatbelt. Should have clicked up, huh? And he's like a dude flying around the inside of his car getting crunched. And you're like, this is Hell insane. Yeah. <laughs> you got to find joy where you can in these classes. You know, this guy's been probably been teaching this shit for like 35 years. He misses the oh, human God. connection of being in the room with other failed adults who don't have their driver's license. <laughs> and he just wants to have a little spark in his life. He wants a little bit of joy. Don't take that away from him. Okay. He That's used to he like means. he would drop little hints of like, I used to have a motorcycle. I used to be cool. And like, See? all right, all right. Like now I just laugh at these idiots who didn't follow the rules. Look at the consequences of being exciting. He's like, I rode a motorcycle once. The last time I ever rode it was the last time I ever saw my best friend Dale. You know, it's like, oh, did he <laughs> did he move? No, he died on the motorcycle. Anyways, <laughs> lane splitting is illegal in New York. <laughs> Can Here's a video you take of someone dying trying to lane split. Can you take a right-hand turn on red in New York City and kill all the people that you love? That's what he's saying. Can um, you? Do you know? No, you, you can't turn right, on, can't red turn right on red in New York. I didn't know that. I just learned that in this five-hour class. Jesus Christ. They should, Everywhere else in the world, a, you can. Go on. Right. I don't drive in New York, but I also know you can't turn right on a red. That You should know that. How? You know it now. I've driven every other know. state I've driven in, you can. So why wouldn't you be able to here? I don't know, man. You just got to know the law of the land. All right. That's what if Donald Trump has taught me anything. It's that the rule of law is important unless it does, <laughs> unless it pertains to you negatively, then you don't. Have unless to it gets in your time. way at all. Right. Yeah. Um, I did drive in Manhattan once ages ago. My mom, my brother used to live here. My mom was like, we're going to visit him in Manhattan. We'll park outside of the city and take a train in. And then she Smart. was like giving me directions and just kind of kept giving me directions until we were just in Midtown. <laughs> and it's like, like you know the bridge is like just pop you right in there so you like right. you don't see it coming really and then i'm just everything wrong i mean they stopped in the middle of intersection cabbies are flying everywhere i'm having a fucking meltdown sure. people are screaming at me why are you here and i'm like i, I don't want to be here so was it a was she tricking you or was it an honest mistake I uh, no, she's tricking me. She's like, she decided wow. that she's like, we might as well just drive in, and I bet he could handle it. And I'm just not gonna tell wow. him. Yeah, the worst kind of like immersion therapy. It's like, oh, you're nervous about driving in New York City? Well, you're in it now, bitch. Yes. That's crazy. So then, That's like a, a few months later, my friends and I took a road trip in to go to Peter Luger's. We're big steakheads. We're like, let's go to New York. Let's go to that steakhouse. And I'm the whole time in. I'm like, and we're stuck in traffic for like hours outside of the city. I'm like we're it's gonna be bad guys man it's crazy in there and we get in and it's like there's not a single car on the road sure <laughs> that's fun i'm like i seem like such a jackass is there more than one peter luger's location or is it just the one in like brooklyn i only know that one in brooklyn okay yeah i was curious so for people who don't know i guess i've never been inside i never will be i don't care about it but peter luger, peter luger's is like a renowned steakhouse or whatever yeah. you want there's also it. like 
you know, it's like a it's a porterhouse steak place, right? You get a big porterhouse. They're done really well, and the, the service is good, all that stuff. But there's like there's like twenty of them in Manhattan that do the same thing, same quality. Right. It's not like super unique. And now I'm like a I'm a big man who can cook a steak just as well, if not better. I'm like. Mm. Okay, it feels like you got a little defensive toward Peter Luger's, which is interesting. They, <laughs> they got they me into you? the game. No, <laughs> I have a lot of love for him. Other than their, prices. I'm a big boy now, Peter Luger's. <laughs> Fuck you. That's how you sound to me. I'm sorry. Wow. I can't do. <laughs> Fuck you. I can't do impressions. <laughs> what you do this week, animal? Uh, well, you can't call black people animals first and foremost. It's pretty fucked up. Um, you awkward bird fuck. <laughs> hey. That's worse. You reptile lizard freak. You know what reptiles did to my people. Why would you bring that up? Um, a lot of working this week. I feel like I there are people in town and I missed them. And I so if any of them are listening, I'm sorry. Uh, I know there are a couple of people like last weekend who tried. were like, hey, if, if you have a show this weekend, uh, let me come through. And like it was in a time where I for whatever reason, like I just didn't have like a bunch of shows. Oh, it was Labor Day because it was Labor Day. So it was Labor Day weekend or whatever. Uh, I was like, yeah, you know, I don't have anything planned, but if something comes up, I'll hit you up. And then nothing happened. And I just <laughs> felt like I, I just kind of sometimes you feel like when you're not when people are like, oh, I'd love to see a show, but you don't have a show for them to see. You're like, well, I'm not faking this. I want you to know that I'm not like lying. Like this is real that I am doing comedy and like I am performing. Oh, yeah. This just happens to be the one weekend in like all of these weekends where I'm not actually doing stuff, you know. Hey, sorry there's once. no one at our show. The last week was packed, I promise. All right. That's exactly what it feels like. It feels like last week was packed. Um, and so I missed, you know, I, I apologize to those people. Uh, but other than that, you know, we're good. I didn't do anything during the week. I then uh, on Friday, my fiance and I went to a concert at Forest Hills Stadium in here in Queens. And it was a uh, Brittany Howard, who used to sing for the Alabama Shakes, if people remember them. Uh, great band, great lead singer. And then that was a uh, wonderful year we had. 2012 or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, this band is sick, and I'm going to never think about it again. In, like, it was months. a simpler time. They broke up because I think she was like, there was like multiple reasons, I think. But like, one, I think she was kind of like, figuring out herself and shit too like the person she is now there's no way that she was the same person in 2012 or like it felt like maybe they wouldn't allow her to be the same person in 2012 she's like wrestling with that because she's very like she's wearing like the sequins like pastor's robe type thing and like oh that's cool really like fucking owning the stage and i remember with alabama shakes she's like very subdued in her dress and like very powerful like it was very much about the voice and the words that she was saying but like you know, it wasn't the same as her strutting around like fucking James Brown and like getting after it. So uh, it feels like she's a different person, which is dope for her. I always watch the shit and I'm like, God, comedy's not cool. Comedy's never no, gonna be cool. You can't this go see cool. music if you think comedy's going to be cool. Right. There's no be... comedian who could ever move a crowd the way like half a half ass band right. can. But then you're like, and that sometimes I'm like, well, the cool thing about comedy is the freedom. Like she's so she's trapped into kind of like playing pretty much all the same songs. Like obviously she'll make yeah. and stuff, but they have to be played the same way. If they're not played the exact same way or perfectly, people will be either they'll notice if mm -hmm. you messed up or they'll be upset that you didn't play the way that they love it, you know, and then you have to deal with their bullshit. 
And like that is a trap. That part does suck musically, but like all the other stuff is fucking cool. And it's almost wish... like the opposite, where like if you go see a comic twice and they play, they do any of the same jokes, you're like, okay, yeah. buddy, come on, that's all you had for the last uh-huh. year. You're right. They're like, I paid seventy five dollars for this. Okay, God, can you imagine someone paid seventy five dollars to see you? You'd never see me again. Even if it's only four <laughs> people, I'm out. <laughs> God, I get so I have a real thing in my head about like. It took me so long to realize that it's okay that like, you know, I don't have like a huge fan base, despite what I should have. Um, But no, I'm just kidding. But the people who do support me are like also people, a lot of the people in my life, you know, it's not. Yeah, it's not a ton of strangers. And I used to be very like um, hesitant to acknowledge that because I'm like, well, I don't want to just like take advantage of my friends. You know, I don't want to feel like I'm just taking money or like time or whatever away from my friends. But the reality is like, no, they're supporting you and they care. And also it's like fifteen dollars yeah, every two they, years. Like, max. They have like a real job. This is nothing. Right. This is like it's going not, to the movies. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like, hey, uh, just give me direct deposit. You can just direct deposit into you know my bank account a thousand dollars every week or whatever. It's nothing crazy. It's literally just like, hey, I'm in town and this is the best way for all of us to get together and like you'll have a good time. And I try to make yeah. if I'm doing a show like I try to make sure there's other people maybe they haven't seen. So it's not just about mm-hmm. me. It's like whatever. But and it I like took me a long like, time. Do you do like a hang outside also when you're in town? Yeah. I mean, I try to meet people when I'm around. So like a lot of my trip, like back to Minneapolis or Minnesota or whatever, a lot of my trips are so short that it's like and I'm trying to especially post pandemic. Just kidding. We're still in it. (laughs) We're all going to die. I'm going to rip my Um, teeth out. But like I spend a lot of time. I try to spend more time with my family, too. So it's hard to fit in a bunch of family stuff and a bunch of friends stuff and performing. So performing is a good way to get everybody in like one little hub. Right. And then assuming if it's like a one show thing then yeah we'll be like we're gonna hang out here after or we'll go to a bar down the street or something after and like anyone who wants to come should come but yeah a lot of times people will come to show see you but especially if it's like a diy thing where you're like putting a lot of it together so you're like you know in the front of in front of house mm-hmm. during so people will see you and be like oh my god it's so good to see you you're like ah it's so good to see you but i'm yeah. also freaking Get out I'm like come on I, yeah on. <laughs> I, I need you to sit so i can sit this other people and also uh do you need a drink because i guess i'm taking orders like what else do you yeah <laughs> i don't know how to deal with this energy so yeah there's a lot of that where i'm just like ah, i'm so sorry you can't really mingle right now and then after the show it's like you want to give everybody time, but sometimes it just doesn't work out. So it feels weird when you have like different groups of people in a hang and yeah, you're like, trying exactly. to bounce around and you're like, this feels insane. Um, I, I have a group of friends in Seattle and that's our tradition is to go to this barbecue spot. And that's like a nice knowing that like if we don't get to hang as much at the show or something that like we have our block of time to eat ribs and talk about video games. Yeah, exactly. That's great. That's yeah. Are you a person who like I won't sometimes i won't introduce certain groups like someone from one friend group to another friend group because i'm like they're not gonna like each other this is pointless they're not the same and like you know i'm playing god with my friends or i'm just like no no, this person this person is a a goth witch who also (laughs) you know hates dogs and this person is a christ-loving 
dog owner you know yeah, like i don't dog want breeder. Them, dog breeder <laughs> he's actively bringing more dogs into this world dog breeder i'm the so opposite I won't, like, I'm, like, I'm just like nah i'm bringing bring them all in baby yeah I'm like that's like, like that what shit. made me that's like what was a big part of my college experience was like i had these little pods of friendships and i was like hey we're just gonna hang out all right we'll find the sure. thing we all like to do and then we just kind of like grew into this big clump until I got into drugs and then, you know, hung out with those people. Sure. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not trying to get my friends addicted to pills. So I think wow. I'm going to keep them Do apart. Do you love them? Do you love I them? I think I'm going to keep them apart, actually. <laughs> uh, but I think comedians are that for me, where it's like, okay, this is a hodgepodge group of people. And, like, we come from different back. The one through line of all of us is, like, comedy is a thing that we enjoy doing that's something i'm pretty grateful and then everything for else is different it's like just getting I mean, to meet people from fucking just some weird motherfuckers there was like there's no way in hell i would have met half right. these people ever if i would just live kept living life it changes every day for me sometimes i hate comedians more than i hate <laughs> fucking nazis sometimes Online, comedians are Nazis. the internet so. is like really not helping that part there's so rarely right. that i love comedians because of what i see them do on the internet right in on the internet irl it doesn't fucking last night i was hosting a show and at the end of the show this like group of like bachelorette people were just like uh it was a herd it was a you know like it was like a true herd of it was a bachelorette party and they're just like oh my god dick they were truly i am not kidding they were yelling we're just trying to see a naked man and i was like well i mean comedians like are on the good, street yeah like it's a good you're right. you're it's a good chance in comedy that you could see a man's dick but like he's gonna he'll probably have to be in a position of power before he'd actually show it to you but uh that was a fun burn okay second louis ck uh here's the thing so it, the show was like there was the last comedian was on and then um this roaming group of bachelorettes came through and like they were outside of the club and then one comic who was not on the show we were on who was on the show after was like bringing them in and like notoriously for people who don't know yeah a bachelorette party is like one of the worst things you could ever you know they send don't upon stop a comic. screaming about dick just because the show starts right and this comic had like two you know like two or three minutes left in a set bringing this group in would have like ruined his closer you know you always want to end on a high note so you can feel good about yourself the crowd loves you whatever and this person was just just funneling these fucking unvaccinated just horned up middle-aged ladies in here and it's a place where you have to be vaccinated so then the whole thing it will i don't even know that they were all unvaccinated but a lot of them were just like i don't have my card i don't which is like in new york right now if you don't have some sort of vax pass you're probably not vaccinated yeah because you yeah. need to have it to get into everywhere anywhere pretty much uh, yeah so i and then and then i was just sitting outside like waiting for this comedian to finish up and i was like i hate this i hate that someone why would you do this what a dumb selfish like there's no real i kind of talked to him later and he's like well you know i thought maybe we could get them in take their money you know pay some money to the club get them to watch the show even if they leave whatever the club gets some money and i'm like Oh, so like the best case scenario is that you're just going to take advantage of some women trying to have a good time. Yeah, like, yeah. that was your that was your end game. I the other thing really is, upset. is like they don't if the show's bad because they're there, they're not having fun either. Like both mm -hmm. parties are losing. 
Right. And it's just like, why? This is an insane thing. They should be going to drag shows. It's the perfect right. event for bachelorette parties. You get to scream as much as you want. It's all about volume. Right. And it's insane to be like, all right, now sit down and listen quietly. I know you were just right. screaming at me in the street, but just shh. <laughs> I know this. I know this is your night. And you spent the last 12 hours drinking and saying, this is my day, my time, my week, my month, my year. But right now, Brad is talking about his divorce. Okay. So you're going to have to listen. You know, like that's never going to work. That shit. I don't, I don't love it. So I just had that moment of like, oh, yeah, no, I hate comedians. They're, we're selfish and we're stupid and we're dumb. And I don't know why anyone puts up with that. That sounds like but, a real business boy, too. Yeah. It's like a I genre I just, of comic I don't respect, but it will also probably do fine. Yeah. I think like the first part? part of what you just said is for sure true. You, I don't <laughs> think you I, uh, I think it's, uh, honestly, I think he was just horned up and wanted some horny ladies in there because that's who knows what could happen. Anything could happen yeah. when, when they're out in groups trolling for dick, you know, well, there's you like can... a thing about that being a performer. You're like, that's the dream is if someone comes up to you afterwards and wants to have sex with you. And it's like, I've had positive attention, but I also refuse to do comedy that doesn't make me disgusting. Right. <laughs> you know, we're like, listen, that'd be nice, but I'm still going to say the just the trash that comes into my head, despite right. that, that being a nice thing that could happen. Yeah, I mean, I agree. You do say a lot of trash. So <laughs> I think that's fair. But yeah, I think He's just jealous. in general. He's jealous of my raw reality that I'm bringing to the world. I saw two people with their shirt with shirts that simply just said raw on them yesterday. Really? What do we think that is? Were they brown? I don't think Were they the shirts brown? No, the first one was black with the word with the word written in white lettering. And I was like, is this that seems a- like wrestling? That one seemed like a porn thing to me, like blacked raw to me. <laughs> but Jesus. I don't know. I don't know why I would know that. that I don't know where I ever found that. At least grotesque thing you said. No. Uh, um, that I think it's like a big popular uh, rap company that does like uh, joint rolls, blunt raps, like a bunch oh. of weed paraphernalia. Oh, buddy. Hello. You just reminded me and then we can get started. Okay. Um, there's a fucking smoke shop that opened up by my place now. Oh, so are you going to get a big old bong? I got no, I'm not a fucking teen. I'm going to get some <laughs> edible. Give me some candy with some THC infused. Into Wait, dog. but they're oh, shit. Is that hap- like, is that real? You can go to a That's dispensary real. thing. <gasps> I just went to a dispensary. My God. Because yeah. there are, that's a big thing in New York, especially if you go to like um, Union Square Park or there's like a big bus that has a bunch of pictures of weed on it and they sell yeah. lollipops and they're trying to heavily imply that it's weed lollipops, but they're just lollipops. There is I like a genre been... person in New York who likes to sell candy under like, hey, it's probably weed maybe, but it's not. I, I might have been tricked. I'll be fully honest with you. On Friday, I stopped by. Uh, wait, late Thursday, late Thursday night, I stopped by. It was like bright lights. It was like a fucking sign calling for me. And I was like, is this? I literally, they knew I was, they got me. So if it's mm. not weed, I walked in. And I was like, do you guys have edibles in here? <laughs> you know, it's just like, and there's just like a, four dudes sitting around. I was like, yeah, yeah, come on in, uh, whatever. And then he's like, this so power, just giving me shit like yeah. this chocolate so powerful this is a big boy you got to watch out for this here what about this he's just pulling shit off the wall there's no price tags on anything and i'm like i could be getting fucked over here for sure but we'll never know unless we spend 52 dollars on two things so <laughs> there's that hustle so. energy when in some stores you go to where if they just talk loud enough and over right. you and like confidently you're like okay yeah whatever you, yeah okay i'll take it 
But it's it's legal to sell weed here. You don't need a card. Is it legal anything. to sell it though? Yeah. I just knew that it got legal recreationally, but I didn't know that they were actually like setting up businesses. That's why. Right? Isn't that the whole thing? Oh god. Someone we'll don't add out. us if I'm wrong. We'll I'll Google it later. So yeah, either I got well, I took I took like these Skittles and like some like gummy worm situations, and I tried the Skittles were supposed to be like 20 milligrams or whatever. Okay. Per Skittle. But I took like four of them and nothing happened. Whoa. So they that's might have probably just not. Been Skittle. Yeah, that's that's. They just tasted like Skittle. Um, but also, I have this thing of like when I do any like edible or whatever, I feel like I always try to. I like work my way up, but I start so small and then I don't feel anything and then I don't feel anything, but then I just kind of give up. I don't because I'm ever. Wow. I'm like, I don't want to like push through. I should have brought them with me to like a concert or whatever. That would have been a great. Yeah, Let's my go. wedding jacket's great on Skittles. Yeah, we left like halfway through. Their shit was so long, but they played the one song I knew and it felt good. So I got my money's worth. I, we wanted to see Brittany Howard. We saw her. She was great. And then my morning jacket played the one song I knew first. And I was like, we can leave at whatever time. And then we I like their like, first album a lot. And then they like change a bunch. And I'm like, eh. yeah, I like the songs that sound like you're floating. And that's neat. Sure. They um, jam a little bit. I like it. Um, I don't know. Should do we it? just do the pod? Yeah, let's, let's do the pod. gentlemen welcome to burn your heroes each week we take a beloved member from history from media and we tell you why they're probably not so great while everybody is gray that's the ultimate lesson of what we're doing here i'm a famed cattle herder albert kirshner always on my ranch but taking a break to talk to you people with my good friend What's up? Uh, my name is Ben. I am the lowest rated composter on the northern Alabama shore. Uh, we're trying to get our ratings up. If you could give me a Yelp review, it's Ben Katzner, uh, composting.org. That is just the website. I don't no. know. It was the only one that was available. <laughs> he has a lot of ratings. They're just all very They're low. all bad. <laughs> They're all very bad. Uh, we're just trying to really spread the word. I think composting is important. It's good for the planet. And it's fun to roll around it. So if you could just uh, stop on by and hook me up. That would explain uh, all the one-star reviews saying, he smells right. like shit. <laughs> Keep him out of my house. She, he keeps eating fistfuls of compost. Oh. As, as <laughs> um, who are we burning today, Ben? Oh, baby. Talking about gray. You know, we're burning the <laughs> one, the only bugs motherfucking bunny okay it's time someone got this son of a bitch and it's gonna be me and the lead you, of guess. space jam the lead of space jam and possibly the lead of like some weird racial imagery and propaganda over time but that's i could definitely see do they have like bugs bunny posters for internment camps like that was a Woo, okay <laughs> Uh, also, before we get into this more, I think it's always important for us to say 
We're going to talk about some other stuff too. Okay. We're talking Bugs Bunny today. We're talking why our favorite cartoon from our childhood was great, but we're also probably going to talk about like why women's soccer is important. We should pay more attention to it. Okay. <laughs> they win Those so are, much more than the men's team. They're so much better than the men and they do so much less dirt than the men that it is truly a travesty that we don't just go all in on women's sports, but that's neither here nor there. So yeah, Bugs Bunny, did you ever watch as a, Looney Tunes in general? Did you ever watch as a kid? Yes, but only because we had an antenna for most of my childhood. And that's all like that's the only cartoons available to me. I remember once going to like a stepmom's house and she had Cartoon Network and I was just furious that I had like no access to it. Wait, you have a stepmom or someone else's stepmom? I have a stepmom kind of. It's like a whole thing. Listen, I'm adopted <laughs> by a lady who divorced a guy before I was around and he was married to another lady, but then they divorced and then he moved back into the house and was just like around all the time. Yeah. Okay. I do remember the last part. I guess I missed the. Yeah. I never met. Yeah. So he was married to a lady and I'd go hang out at her house once in a while in Pittsburgh and she had Cartoon Network and I was just livid okay. that we had, we were stuck with fucking Bugs Bunny and Looney Tunes. I was like, this is trash. This is straight really? trash. Cartoons evolved so much immediately, so quickly. I feel like people love them because they were the cartoons being made at the time. No, dog, that shit slapped. Are you kidding me? L early Looney Tunes is amazing. I I used to watch. I don't know how. I guess like early 90s, late 80s or something. They must they were just like on TV a bunch. And my parents had taped them for us. Wow. So like throughout the years, I bet my mom. Ah, eh, probably not. My mom's lived a life. I'm sure she's throwing this shit out by now. But uh, I was going to say we used to have a bunch of tapes with just like old Bugs Bunny cartoons on it like that was just what we'd pop in and so like there are like quintessential Bugs Bunny like there's an episode with like a witch that I vividly remember where it's like a Halloween thing and he's just fucking around with a witch the entire time I remember like old cartoons that weren't even um there was like Porky Pig and like this like mm -hmm. in like Saudi Arabia or some shit which is fucked up and racist and I knew at the time that it was fucked up and racist but I was still like I don't it know. Like, Let's see how this pig's going to get out of this one. You, you get know? like a tiny hint of the horrors happening in America at the time. Right. You get right. like little glimpses. It's like, I'm a rabbit. I'm doing stuff. I'm going to go fuck with this bomber that we're using in Germany right, right now. Like, that was like a thing they would do, especially the creators of Looney Tunes specifically, like because of the times, like they would slip shit in. Like I was telling you before we started, there was some like, Pot, like a uh, episode synopsis or movie synopsis or something where it was like uh two squirrels discover the horrors of war together or something i'm just like <laughs> oh who is this this isn't even for children this is for you this is a therapist like suggested exercise that you turned into a cartoon like yeah. your therapist was yeah, like yeah. hey you're going through some shit right now why don't you write it down you know and you're then just shell shock you. it's time yeah. to Draw right. it out, baby. You're going through some PTSD scenarios here. So why don't you uh, make two cartoon squirrels lose one of their closest <laughs> friends in battle? That's How about so that? weird for me is it's so rarely like content driven. It's more like a scene like they're going to mm -hmm. be around something that hints towards something horrible. But they're still doing just like bonking each other on the head and be like, whoa, 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 doing like sound effects. You're like, what? but say what you want. The comedic timing is amazing. OK, it is they're... slapstick. It's like a cartoon slapstick and it's like a lot of it. And they mastered it very the bits well. bits are never off. The timing is always exactly where the laugh should be. The sly look to the camera, you know, the side eye to somebody like 
All of that shit is perfect. All right. The jokes are not. <laughs> so you the love timing this. of this the is joke. Like very important. I to you. <laughs> love this. This is as important to me as like not knowing about pop culture is as important to you. You know what I mean? Like this is good. I love Looney Tunes. I we had video games growing up of like uh, Tiny Tunes. Remember, like it was like the yeah. uh, there was like the show with like it was like bugs i don't know it was like the kid, kid versions yeah it was a kid rabbit and the kid all these people the fucking video game was amazing uh we had like a tasmanian devil video game like dog shit this shit goes okay yeah, i could this see you in a taz shirt i could definitely see you in 100%. like a big fucking just giant ass taz shirt they only make them in like cartoonish sizes so you're like they go down to your knees <laughs> they go to they're gonna have the Sometimes, tornado Sometimes I just go to Times Square and wait for like tourists to arrive and just wait for the Looney Tunes Tasmanian <laughs> Devil shirt and go, hey, man, great shirt. And then I just walk away. That's oh, just all I do. You know, I he's really... going to go back to where he came from and tell everyone that New York thinks he's fashionable. Right. He's like, these blacks in New York sure got it down. That's <laughs> why it's like, Gerald, why are you talking like that? We're from New Hampshire. Like, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean it, Daphne uh yeah I, I i don't know this this stuff is like i feel like i like funny stuff in part because of stuff like this i feel like there are certain shows and like franchises or whatever that were just like a through line throughout my life and like i feel like this is one of them like space jam does not that much for me i'll be honest i didn't watch the new one i didn't watch i watched the old one but like it was whatever the only like, scene i can remember from the original is when he like he's playing golf and he falls into the golf hole sure and that's sure. how he's like, ends up in the space yeah. jam world and that's all i remember i just blacked out after that apparently but i just i was like space jam is fine but it's not funnier than the cartoons that i've been seeing since like 87 you know well, michael I mean? jordan has like, terrible comedic timing we can right. all agree that is true and that is one of the many things that we hate about him right uh, <laughs> that's the only one for me i can think of right so <laughs> you a michael jordan stick. guy or a magic johnson guy well magic johnson does have better timing comedian yeah he's now. hilarious you know when he does stand up he knows to move the mic from out, <laughs> from out front of him so he knows what he's doing uh but yeah so this stuff did like ring a bell with me so this is an interesting one um that's me, funny so i abandoned it as soon as i got the opportunity and i'm glad you kept it in your life yeah man i'm learning that i'm we're just two different like the paths we took are two different ones and somehow it brought us together i don't yeah. understand because, and we there's a lot of like we started in similar places you know we both yeah. started at looney tunes i think if i would have met you at any other time in my life i would have hated you i think about <laughs> this a lot where <laughs> i just need i needed to be in the right place mentally to like understand you and understand me before if i would have yeah. met you too early it would have been ruined i'd be like this motherfucker doesn't know this motherfucker doesn't know kanye i what do we talk about i don't know what we're talking about you know what i mean i don't and know then, anything else that's happened to you in your life rather than someone else's story <laughs> <laughs> i don't know a million other things uh, but you would but i just would like if i met you when i was 12 i don't know what we would what we would relate to like, yeah, did you listen you to like Backstreet him? Boys? That's how I made my first close friend. I think he is like he had a Backstreet Boys album. I was like, all right, I'll listen to that. I hated Backstreet Boys. So this is my this is the problem. The <laughs> yeah. things that you liked, I didn't like. The things that I liked, you didn't know existed. So like, yeah, um, I, it wasn't like I liked things and found them. It was like this is the only thing available for me. So I guess I like this. 
we would have been friends because we're like, well, we're both adopted. So, <laughs> yeah, if you were my town, you and I would have been friends because they would have uh, sure. othered the shit out of us. A hundred percent. Which, you know what? I'll take that. Or maybe now not because you would have taken some heat off of me. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> like, yeah. People people with pitchforks and like uh, torches coming after us. They're like, get them. They're adopted. And you're like, well, he's also black. Is that a problem for you guys? Is that an issue? I guess I don't notice how thick your eyebrows anymore, Albert. You can come <laughs> hang out. <laughs> That's fun. But yeah, I like Bugs Bunny and uh, I truly don't know how I just got to the sentence that I said. That's so funny. Um, what was your, so that your, what, what's a big hang up you have about this? I feel like you, brought up like one thing already but do you have like a major hang up with bugs bunny in general or is this just i me think kind okay of? elmer fudd is the instigator when elmer fudd's in an episode because he's like hunting for rabbit right that's his thing but there's a bunch of other pudgy dudes who look like elmer fudd that have other jobs that he like he's kind of starting shit with there's a guy yeah. who's like mining for gold and he's very pleasant to bugs and bugs is like I bet I could break this man. He sees someone and he's like, I know how to get into his head and make him crumble. And by the end of the thing, the guy rips his own gold tooth out thinking he's rip he's getting bugs. His remember gold this. Tooth. And you're like, what the this. fuck? <laughs> what yeah. happened here? So one of the things the creators aim to do was to like never have Bugs Bunny actually instigate. So he's always technically like the protagonist or the hero or whatever. Um, so he doesn't so like he doesn't technically it's th this is what how we described it before like when you're a kid and your parents are like stop annoying your brother or whatever and then you're just like hovering around you're like well yeah. i'm not touching him and then you're like poking around you're like blowing on him or whatever and they're just like leave him the fuck alone you're like well i'm not doing anything yeah. you know and like that's exactly what Bugs Bunny is. He's a sentient like version of that idea of just being annoying as fuck without technically crossing the line. Right. If he had like a half literate lawyer. He's walking every time. A hundred percent. Technically done anything wrong, even though it's the reason he's the reason it's happening. Right. He's like, your honor, my client didn't drink. Okay. Someone poured alcohol into his mouth and then he drove <laughs> home. That is yeah. different. It's like when we talked about Dr. Phil in the episode and he's like, they had that alcoholic and he just put a bottle of whiskey in his green room. Like I didn't tell him to drink it. I yeah. just surrounded. I locked him in a room with some booze. What? Exactly. And so he is very much that idea. Um, I can't, you know, there, I have to imagine somewhere down the line, they, like you're saying, like he kind of they lost that through line of like he doesn't start it because honestly, there comes a there comes a point where it's like him just saying, well, what's up, Doc? Like that is starting shit. He knows <laughs> he's got a history. He's like, what's up? Yeah. My wife just got in a car accident bugs. OK, my kids won't even look me in the eye because they said I should be the one driving. So when you come to me and you're like, what's up, Doc? Yeah, I want to shoot you. Okay, I don't know yeah. what you want. From you. Like he's saying it to a man with a gun. You don't walk right. up to a man and a guy. What's up, motherfucker? How you doing? Right. <laughs> like as right. a rabbit, as a rabbit coming up to a hunter <laughs> and being like, I. He's literally just saying, I dare you. Yeah. I oh, you're hungry. You. Oh, you're your right, family right. hungry. I'm right here, stupid. Hey, and in like, so here's the thing, right? So I think I do think Bugs is kind of like this gaslighting type character, but also. Let's say it's true that he doesn't 
actually instigate. He definitely, I don't think he physically really starts it in the shit, right? He does, the minute he has an opportunity, he does go so far overboard oh, yeah, yeah. that you're like, oh, you have mental issues. You know what I mean? Like, let's say Yosemite Sam's like, ah, I'm going to get you varmint and turn you into stew. Harsh words. I understand. People have tried to turn me into stew before. I did not like, I do not recommend. However, I think it's a little bit much to be like, well, he said he was going to try to eat me. I guess I'm going to shove a stick of dynamite up his ass now. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I'm going to go home and burn his house down real quick. It's a little bit much. I think he is just waiting for the moment where he can be like, oh, guess what, motherfucker? It's on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's this there's this thing like, um, I guess I'll call it a legend. I don't really know if it's true or not, but I've heard that um, Bruce Lee used to go out in like a like a frilly like pink shirt back in the time where like if a man was wearing a shirt like that who you could that must mean something's weird something's going on but like a man bruce lee would go out wearing a shirt like that knowing that there would be people who would want to start fights with him Hell so they yeah. would fight him and then he would fuck them i'm up. so pro that i'm so incredibly pro doing that okay fuck yeah because that is what it feels like to me bugs bunny is doing okay where he's like well i know that you hate my existence as a rabbit so i'm gonna flaunt that i exist as a rabbit around you yeah and he really you, does and when you poke your finger in my chest i'm going to throw you off the side of a mountain that's just <laughs> how i work yeah i don't know i would love to watch that watch bruce lee beating the shit out of people homophobes in public that sounds great there's a whole there's a Bruce Lee documentary. You should watch it. It's uh, I think it's like what's it called? Something it sucks it's that he's killed his... by Chuck Norris. That's really heartbreaking. We start on Chuck Norris. We should do an episode on Chuck Norris. All right. Hell yeah. Uh, did you ever watch Walker, Texas Ranger? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's even if a you walk in Texas. <laughs> look behind you because that's where Rangers going to be. He made a really bad meow, movie meow, about meow. the area my brother lives in, and we have it on DVD. I still haven't watched it, but I'm, ex I'm saving it for the right day. That area is called. I'm trying to think of a movie, and I literally can only think of. I, I'm trying to think of the movie that they're, they're like, forget about it, Jake. It's Chinatown. Is it called Chinatown? What's that movie called? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. God damn it. Little Chinatown? It's the one with the lasers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably right. Let's move on. Um, so, yeah, I just think he's um, he goes overboard in these situations where I'm just like, there's no way that is the appropriate response for what's going on here. Like we, we, there has to be a deeper historical context for what's happening because you can't just drop a boulder on someone because they like pushed you out of the way. You know what I mean? That doesn't feel right to me. Um, There's a magician of, named Alabama. Yuck. I think. Yeah. Hate it. <laughs> yeah. Hate it so much. Um, and he's like putting signs up around for his show. And then Bugs is all like, this is my house. But it's like, you, can, you can't live everywhere. You can't claim all natural territory right. that's not a physical house as your house. Right. Let the man put up some posters. And the guy's like, well, I'm going to put a poster up here. He's like, all right, I'm going to ruin your show and probably put you into poverty. Right. Put, provide one legal document stating that you actually have ownership of this piece of land and I will move my sign, sir. I promise. That's all I want. It just seems like you're a rabbit and no one would probably grant that to you. So 
I don't know. I'm not really also, worried about. I don't. It. I don't see you growing these carrots, huh? Where are you finding these carrots? There's some poor farmer out there losing all of his fucking carrots. That's um. Apparently, that's like uh, a nod to um, Clark Gable in some movie. He like fucking eats carrots or something. He. I saw a clip of it. It's him being like. What some some dame, as they would say back in the day, like being like, what's that? And he's like, ah, carrots, see, or some shit. It's just like, what is this? I'm going to make that my thing. I'm going to bring raw potatoes around with me to shows and just like leaning places, just eating them. I think that's cool. I think it's cool to have a vegetable thing. More people need that. Mostly. It's probably better than cigarettes. It's so much better. You know what? jamming one full potato in your mouth is like jamming 60 cigarettes in your mouth. So <laughs> it's exactly like that. <laughs> something to think about, okay? Uh, oh, he's also based on, like, Charlie Chaplin. That's where... Did we just, I don't know if we actually... We haven't mentioned that on the pod, no. Um, so that's where a lot of the slapstick stuff comes from and, like, the weird hats. And, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, oh, a lot of Hitler mustaches in this shit. But then you realize... Oh, it's Charlie Chaplin. That's what's happening here. Um, who himself, again, we could do a podcast on him. Not a great person. Um, you know, very momentous and done a lot of things for comedy and the arts and film and whatever, but also hurt a lot of women. So I don't know if that's like a great thing that you're basing this weird uh, bunny off of him, but. It is what it is. Someone told him, oh, we can base it off those people won't care about that kind of stuff for decades. Right. <laughs> like, at least there's like people will never know about this until there is an infinitely large system that can hold all the information that's ever been, you know, put into the universe mm-hmm. and they can look back and log it and check and see how fucked up we are. But people we'll will be to too busy that. trying to survive cholera to care about how you treated right. the people around you being the only person right. able to make television. Yeah, he's a it's a it's a weird thing. But I will say, actually, this gets into one thing that is interesting, but then turns into like a weird thing with Bugs Bunny. Um, So Bugs Bunny, I think I can't prove, but I've seen it in multiple places where first instance of someone like cross dressing on mainstream like channels. Right. So like on like a mainstream media forum being able to say like you know he is i don't know i guess he identifies as a male or whatever this is weird to talk about a cartoon like this but identifies as a male but like there are multiple times where he will dress up like a woman to like evade persecution or whatever which is sometimes that's how you just know for fun right sometimes just for fun but that's how you know it's never that's how you know it's a cartoon because you're like oh you're dressing up as a woman to be safer that's not how the real world works i'm sorry buddy you're fucked um but he does that a lot and it's this interesting thing of like oh that's like actually a weirdly i'm sure it's not coming from this place but that does become like a weirdly progressive thing where he's doing all this stuff and he's very like casually like oh now i'm more feminine and like oh i'm kissing my enemy on the cheek and all this stuff but the tough part is he is also seducing his and tricking like people to get them to like fall for him. Which yeah, he's catfishing. Then, he's like inventing he's, catfishing. He's Bugs Bunny invented catfishing. Okay. <laughs> before be the show, before the term, Bugs Bunny was out here dressing like the Chiquita banana lady for some reason, shaking his little rabbit taws in front of some horny hunter. And then having them all gassed up for no reason. 
And then just like kind of fucking with them, like truly just being like, oh, you thought I was a woman? JK, I'm a male rabbit. Have fun unpacking <laughs> that. I'm not even human, motherfucker. You think Elmer Fudd ever goes home after one of those days? And is like, I, I'm spending too much time in the woods. I need to like hang out with people for a bit. I think I the, first time, the first time Elmer Fudd almost hooked up with Bugs as a woman, <laughs> he went back to his house and punched a mirror. Okay. <laughs> He was, and then his wife. Just trying to feed my kids. What's happening to me? His wife's probably like Elmer. What's going on? It's like not now. (laughs) I don't know, Dolores. I don't know what the fuck her name is. Like not now. Bugs Bunny ruined a marriage because he exposed. He used toxic masculinity to undress. Now he looks at his wife and is like, she's got nothing compared to that rabbit I just saw. She shaves the hair on her nipples. And he's like, why do you, why would you do that? <laughs> She's like, what? Why would you be? Where's your tail? Can you wear this fake tail for me, please? I'm okay. I'm, I am proud that he, you know, he's cross-dressing. He's doing all this stuff and embracing his femininity. I don't like that. He's using that as a weapon. That feels weird. That feels, it's, you said the term honey potting. Yeah. And I, yeah. I don't fully know what it means, but I agree with it unless it's wrong. It's like a thing from spy stuff where you like get someone hot to like seduce someone so you can get information from them or trap them or evade capture. Weaponized sexuality. And which is honestly, if you would have told me as a child that someday I'd be on a microphone talking about how a cartoon rabbit (laughs) weaponizes his sexuality. I would have said I've lived my life exactly how I want to live. Yeah. So this is perfect. Good. We're headed in the right direction. We're so headed in the right direction. Yeah. Um, so he was. He's. He's like a. That. I, it's just like this weird thing of like. I can't believe that this is actually a kids' cartoon. It's also kind of cool, but then it's also like, oh no, children, please don't think this is how women should be portrayed on TV. You know what I mean? Like it's fucked up. Am I crazy? You think that's it's fucked up? Yeah, I guess it's just like so far from reality. They're like, yeah, sure. Yeah, but when you're a kid, okay. you don't know. Like, you're just like, when you're a kid and you're like, you're just when you're like playing and like pretend or whatever with your friends, you just start aping the shit that you've already seen. So it's like, okay, I'm gonna be a hunter and you be the girl. Now you <laughs> rub your fucking rabbit boobs in my face and then kick me in the dick because that's what I learned. Like that's you take that stuff. So it doesn't, it's not like it doesn't matter. Um, for us as adults, sure, we're like, why would anyone actually have a serious conversation about this? But for like when you're talking about kids taking it in, I think it is actually kind of more fucked up than I realized. But that's interesting. No, I like that. You're like the only um, the only portrayal of a woman I saw today was a rabbit dressed as a sexy lady, <laughs> right? That like I gotta hunt. So it's it's whatever you know. It's uh, I've handled it fine. I haven't punched a mirror <laughs> in years, so we're good. Um, there uh, something else I kind of noticed going back through all this too is like, so Bugs Bunny will like confront a lot of racists, right? But he'll never like. His issue, it'll be like, oh, I'm a Confederate soldier. I'm like a old timey Southerner chicken or whatever the fuck. You know, I'm like a weird I'm a <laughs> I'm a coyote with weird politics, whatever it is. Uh, he'll always confront these people. But his issue is never like and I guess I don't know how you do this in a cartoon anyway. But like his issue is never like, hey, man, you're a Confederate soldier and slavery is wrong. It's always yeah. like 
hey man, you're a Confederate soldier and you're being too loud while I'm trying to nap. You know, yeah, like, it's like never, it's never about that. They just happen to be Confederate soldiers. Like, right. I was gonna fuck with you no matter what uniform you were wearing. You right. just happened to be this one. And like he's, I don't think Bugs is racist himself, but he's not. He's not afraid to like throw on a little brown face for the troops. You know, like he really. <laughs> He'll straight up, he'll straight up just like be like, oh, I'm sorry, man. So please don't whip me or whatever the fuck. And then turn into Abraham Lincoln. Uh, that's literally a clip I showed you that, that we should. I might tweet it out. But like there's a clip where it's like it's uh, Yosemite Sam is a Confederate soldier. And this, I don't think you can find this in the cartoon anymore. But I think the actual cartoon does still exist. But him as a Confederate soldier, Bugs Bunny trying to get by him somehow is passing through like uh it's like that antebellum south or whatever so it's like he's a freed slave i guess i don't really know the context the clip is too short but he's like moseying along and playing a banjo and it's like oh susanna but or whatever the fuck the song is and then he's yosemite sam's like hey now wait a minute where are you going or whatever the fuck and he's like he literally goes into like slave voice of like oh no i'm a he's a sorry master please don't whip me he's like whipping himself with a fake whip and then somehow it just transitions into him being like i'm abraham lincoln you should check out my uh gettysburg address and i'm just like how is it what is this even as a cartoon i don't even structurally understand what this 14 seconds of screen time actually was we're gonna address the whole thing we got 30 (laughs) seconds to do it that's wild Mm. that's a big part of it it's just like wearing the mask of stuff that's happening but then still just doing slapstick bits right and like i i think it's kind of cool to be like you have to there are subtle ways to be like these people are wrong or bad or whatever, but it is weird to take on racism in that way and then never really address why racism is bad. Uh, just to really like put it out there and be like, well, we don't like this guy. And you're like, is it because he's got red hair? I don't understand what, what is it that he's doing? You know, but it is what it is. Uh, did you have, do you have anything else? Um, no, no, I don't. Do you have a okay? A well, let's just end the podcast. Uh, no, yeah, I can do a scale. I just want to make sure I got all my. I really wanted to make sure everybody knew that uh, Bugs Bunny was very influential in my life. I'm and... glad, yeah, because when you brought him up for the guest, I was like, Are you just get like picking a random cartoon to do? Okay, I'm uh, I'm, it's fun to find out. They're like, Oh, this was a this was a thing for you. No, that's the thing. We should yeah. be picking, we should have some of these need to be people that we or whatever characters that we give a shit about, you know, like. I don't know. You probably have like some dragon or something that you prayed <laughs> to as a child that no one's ever heard of. That was important to you. We can roast that bitch on the pod. Yeah, you know, okay? just those really like unheard of things like Lord of the Rings and Harry <laughs> Potter. <laughs> Real vague hidden gems. Uh, you probably you probably had like a pillowcase that you drew a smile on that you talked to that was like influential to you. I mean, and at then, that time, you know, I was really into Redwall. I don't know if you ever fucked with that. I did read. I did read Redwall. I had like actually. forty Redwall books. They were they were, dude, they were so that's, long. They were great. That's with the mice and shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the mice in the Abbey. Uh, they were real chill about the religion stuff, despite them living in an Abbey, which is what I appreciated. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I love that book series. I really did. It, meant a lot to me as a child not as much as bugs bunny in a wig and some titties but like <laughs> it was it was up there i gotta go to um, hawaii 
<laughs> they got sexy ass rabbits there. <laughs> um, yeah, my scale on a shitty. So shitting the scale for Bugs Bunny. Um, scale one to ten. How shitty do I think Bugs Bunny is? Great question. Can't believe we just came up with it off the top <laughs> like that. Um, one being the lowest, ten being the highest. Okay, so not shitty. One would be um that feeling of when you just wake up in the morning uh we're both in the country so you'll know so sometimes you wake up in the morning there's still like dew on the ground mm-hmm. you know That's you're making yourself ground. some wet ground you're making yourself like a bowl of cereal nobody else is up yet okay <laughs> you're just making yourself some cereal it's fucking saturday morning you're just sitting down and you're watching a Bugs Bunny cartoon, okay? This is for me, I guess. For you, I don't know. VeggieTales? What did you watch? I don't Asterix know. Asterix and Oblix? You know, that oh, weird Jesus French... Christ. <laughs> Gargoyles? Um, so, you know, you're sitting down and we're watching Saturday morning cartoons, and then I'm watching Bugs Bunny, and I look outside, and I see, for the first time ever, a rabbit. Okay, I've never really seen one in the wild like this. It's just hopping around. It's living its life. It's doing its business. And then I look at it. It turns. It looks at me. It winks and it says, you're going to be okay, kid. That's what, that's what <laughs> you grab your rifle and you go out and shoot it. <laughs> shoot the shit out of it. I'm like, oh, my God, that rabbit was haunted. I can't believe that I almost uh Okay. what's up doc what's up doc that's you shooting the rabbit okay what's a 10 10 is bugs bunny is real and i have to deal with him he is in my backyard <laughs> and it no. is a problem you're trying they... to survive off of growing carrots <laughs> right this motherfucker we have a garden and this guy is just in there all the time it's like well you didn't check with me before you got the property here doc is <laughs> eating shit he's out here he's like peeking in our windows and we're trying to change and shit like bugs bunny is a weird cat in real life okay he's been around long enough bugs bunny is still around essentially if bugs bunny were a person we'd be like oh you're a vampire like you haven't died you haven't aged it is weird that you've been around this long i'm pretty sure you've been shot at least once (laughs) and when people are alive for over 130 years 150 years whatever it is right they start losing their morals okay they start losing that tether to what makes them a real human being i mean he's always been a rabbit but you know the humanity that is infused in him is now dried up and he is just a fucking devil rabbit okay? once you see enough people die life doesn't really have the meaning anymore doesn't matter it's just a cycle it starts and it ends and all i am is the bringer on of the cycle he said to me as i was sleeping and uh <laughs> That's a 10. It's Bugs Bunny is real. He lives in my backyard. He's kind of vampire-ish, but also just a bad neighbor. Uh, he plays his music loud after 11. He smokes cigarettes. He lets his dog. Somehow he's got a dog, but his dog shits in our yard and he never cleans it up. Like That's a 10 for me. Is Bugs Bunny is a okay. real bad person. Your life just gets destroyed because you're trying to deal with him and he keeps pranking you harder and harder. Exactly. Um, and I would say he is a... I think he is a three. I think Bugs Bunny is a three. I do think there are some problematic things about him, but that's not his fault. He was in, it's in his blood. It's in his history. He's trying to overcome. He's not sure. He hasn't been sure about who he was for a very long time. Uh, so he he's just starting to get comfortable with himself. 
he's got to stop honey potting people. He's got to stop revert- reverting to violence and verbal disputes. That's probably not chill. Um, but I think in the grand scheme, there are worse things in the world. There are people who have, who have been on TV longer who have done worse things to children. <laughs> so, sure. so I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna let him off with a three. What do you got? Well, like as a one, you're Elmer Fudd. You need to fe- feed your family. You go out, you hunt, you come back. Your family eats rabbit stew. No one talks about it. It's a regular ass day. That's a one. Hell okay. yeah. A ten. You're Elmer Fudd. You go out to hunt some rabbit for your family. It's Bugs Bunny, and he leads you around and fucks with you for a decade. And slowly, you have to watch one of your children starve to death. Your family leaves you for a magician who's making money, and you're just alone, (laughs) stuck, haunted by the specter that is Bugs Bunny, who refuses to let you eat. One time, you got a nibble of one of his carrots, and he burned down half your house. Oh, okay. And so I'm going to really... give him a four because specifically the episode I watched today where he's just like fucking with people who are trying to do jobs that are very difficult. Like mining for gold was such a gamble already where you had to like invest everything you had to go do it and you probably weren't going to make money back. And if you did, great, but you probably weren't. And now you have to get fucked with and driven insane by this rabbit who just has nothing better to do than to just devour your mind. Sure. Yeah. Hey, it's that. You bringing out that gold, man, that gold tooth thing. I remember that fucked me up. Something That's about crazy. Because the guy's yeah. just like, ah, I got you. You're like, you just ripped your own tooth out. That's what just he wants. That's like his goal, right? He that saw that he guy wants. and he was like, I bet I could get him to rip his own tooth out of his head. That's him. Literally him sitting in his little rabbit hole. And like, he's gone insane. And he's talking to like a warped version of himself. Yeah. But he doesn't realize it's himself. I'm my he's own like, wife. Yeah, he's like, oh, you don't think I'm powerful? You don't think I have what it takes? I'll show you. I'll make him rip his own tooth out. You know, that's his fucking golem. He's or freaking golem. Yeah, he yeah, just yeah. spent too much time alone in a cave, and it's fucking with other people. Oh, if I ever meet a rabbit, if I ever get to a place, not meeting a rabbit, just as a human being, okay? If you see me trying to take one of my teeth out, just hold me on the shoulder and be like, hey, man are you okay? All right. Like that's what I need. And I'll tell you, I've had a root canal. So there is a tooth in here that I probably could take out oh if I really wanted to. But even if I'm trying to take that tooth out, I'm probably not in a good place. Yeah. So. I'm just wondering like at that moment, like are we close enough friends for me to pass up seeing one of the best shows I'll see that year? <laughs> yeah. Cause these will rip a tooth out of their own head. That's going to stick with me as top 10 things I saw that year. That I thought you're going to, I thought you're going to say, are we good enough friends for me to touch you on the shoulder? And I would say no. <laughs> We're not there yet. Like, oh, oh, I can't. I can't. Sorry. I got to give him a space, even if it is just ripping teeth out of his head. Sorry. There's blood everywhere, but he's going to have to figure oh. this out on his own. Am I calling uh, your girlfriend? Hey, help him, please. Well, that's why we're not good enough friends. She's my fiance. fiance. Albert, where can people find you if they want to you know, um, yell at you for misnaming <laughs> my love of my life? Who? When I first called her fiance, we're like, don't tell people about my life. You're an animal, man. You're always you're always on the fight path. Oh, keeping you on your toes. Uh, I have weak toes. All right. You can find me on the internet at hot young Albert on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, for my new buddies who have been telling me that they like the podcast. I'm glad you guys like it. Give us a little review. Give us a rating, you know, yeah. tell other friends about it. Do the thing. Um, ben, where can people find you? 
I will reiterate, please rate and review. That is so big for us. I think there are some people like, I don't know, maybe some people that you don't know that are starting to reach out and it's cool and we want to keep growing. Uh, I want to catch all my friends podcasts and bury these pieces of shit. So you got to let people know what we're doing here. We're trying to have fun. We're trying to do some and we have some cool shit coming up, hopefully. So uh, we'll uh, keep you posted on that. But uh one you can find us at you can find me at uh, burn your heroes pod at gmail.com okay two at burn your heroes pod maybe on twitter at, uh, i can't at remember. burn your heroes on twitter at burn your heroes on, i've made that why can't i remember <laughs> yeah, at, i'm here to help <laughs> at, at burn your heroes on twitter uh where you can find like we'll tweet about uh you know recent episodes and like if there's certain things that we talk about on the show we're like oh we should tweet that out more people know we'll do it from there um but also just me my personal twitter account is at Shaq katzner on twitter Shaq like the basketball player katzner k-a-t-z-n-e-r Woo! uh and i'm gonna try to do some uh this is so late in the game for this but i think i my so my book comes out in over a month and i'm gonna try to do some maybe some book release shows or something you know like maybe one in New York and one in Minnesota. If you are interested in something like that, let me know if there's some energy behind it. Maybe I can convince somebody to let me do it in their space. I don't know. It's probably too late for all that shit, but, <laughs> <laughs> but that's the I spirit. Wanna, <laughs> to, I had a really good conversation with this comedian, Blair Dawson, who's very funny and very nice. And she was like, you shouldn't be embarrassed to promote your stuff. And I'm like, you're right, but it still hurts me to do it. So I don't really know what to do here but i want people to see this because other people put a lot of hard work and energy and a lot of their talent into this and i just think it's a great looking project so maybe we'll do a thing where we do a comedy show and then we have like some book giveaways or whatever sign some shit i don't know what people want from me i know it's pretentious to think that you want me to sign anything but i want to do it i want to get people out I want you to be in the How same room as me. Here? How do we get and to this I place where you... we're like two people who are like a lot of attention on yourself is insane, but also right. I'm going to do a thing that's only that. <laughs> I think it's just it's a crazy contradiction. Where my honest answer is I've always believed that my life would be my life as a comedian would be much better if I was either 15% more ignorant or like 15% more confident. You know what I mean? Like yeah. blind confidence, whatever. Mm-hmm. We're, we're just, and I think you're probably the same way, where we're just in the habitable, habitable zone of like self-hatred, where it can just live and survive in this area. It's just orbiting our brains <laughs> yeah. at all times. I'm really struggling like writing jokes about things. And then immediately my head was like, yeah, but this is who gets hurt in those moments. And you're like, right. you like can't escape the reality of it sometimes. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> So that I think that's my real problem is like I'm just too aware. I just wish I knew less and I just wish I felt less. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, have you tried pills, buddy? <laughs> They're going to numb you. <laughs> it's going to be great. I mean, my dick is hard enough. What does what do dick pills have to do about? I don't understand. I love a world where they're not are a, the only pills. Blue, <laughs> like, I'm gonna give you a subscription. You're like, I'm good. Thank you. Blue Chew is not a sponsor of this podcast, and they will not be hardening my dick at any time. So how dare you? I need um, dick softening pills. Help. Whatever. Long story short, I think I'm gonna try to do some live uh book release comedy show stuff and hopefully turn it into a book drive for other people because comedy is a waste of time. We should also be helping people while we're making a laugh. Um, okay, uh that's it. Uh, I love that. Lick to the back of my knees. I love you all. I'll talk to you later. Maybe I'll die tonight. Who knows?
Maybe. Bye.